podcast. It is me, your host, Deborah, and I'm so excited to have you um, here on this episode today. Um, yeah, thank you so much for stopping by. It means a lot to me that you are here. Um, I hope y'all are doing well and are having a good October so far. Like, So when I'm recording this, it's smack right in the middle of October. And I honestly cannot believe how quickly the month is going and how quickly 2022 is flying by. Like literally in two months and a bit, we will be... New Year's Eve, we will be welcoming in 2023, and just the thought of that makes me equal parts excited and nauseous. <laughs> I think it's just because, yeah, I'm I'm getting older, and time is flying by. Like, for some reason, the year 2012 just popped into my mind's eye, and it has been, it's exactly a decade from 2012. 2012 was when I graduated high school and I cannot believe it has been a decade, 12 years, sorry, 10 years since, since then. And I remember 2012, 2012, (laughs) I remember 2012 feeling like such a big number. I mean, I remember in the 2010s or the 2000s late 2000s feeling like 2012 like it was like so far away and like so much could happen between to that at that point and then 2012 come in and it felt like because um I had just graduated from high school I felt I was feeling a bit more freedom (laughs) I was feeling more like an adult (laughs) quote-unquote Um, and yeah, it's crazy that we are in 2022 and we're going to 2023 and before you know it, it's going to be 2024 and 2025 and that is terrible and exciting at the same time. Like time just keeps marching forward. Well, in the linear way that we in- insist on understanding time anyway, it just keeps progressing forward and it's not waiting for anybody and that is humbling in a way and it just I guess makes me yeah it makes me want to achieve even more all the things that I want to achieve and try to figure stuff out um but anyway I am rambling and didn't mean to get too introspective there but today's episode is actually going to be a little bit of an introspective one in a way. So um, in my last episode, um, I had some sort of a bit of like a money chat. I worked through a few questions from a book that I had read earlier in the summer. It's called Your Money or Your Life, Nine Steps to Transforming Your Relationship with Money and Achieving Financial Independence. And it's written by Vicky Robin and Joe Dominguez. And at the end of each chapter, to give you like a series of um, reflective questions related to money you're supposed to ideally you can like think through them on your own or you can sit down with other people and sort of chat with uh, chat through the questions but I thought that they would make for like a really um, interesting podcast episode so I am sort of continuing in that theme so last week I um, focused a little bit um, I think I, I explored like three questions 
uh, related to money talk. And so this week, I, I figured I'd continue on and um, answer a few more money talk questions. I think these kinds of questions are really interesting, not just for me to think about like my attitude and mindset towards money, but you know, also hopefully help whomever is listening to this sort of figure out why they are with money, why they are the way they are with money. Uh, I think we oftentimes take money for granted and I don't I don't mean that in like a good or a bad way. We just take money money is just money for some people, but I think it's more than that. It's quite an energetic relationship that I feel like um, individuals have with money. Um, your mindset with money um, will say a lot about you and your attitude towards money um, uh, also says a lot about you and probably your upbringing and your values, etc, etc. So today I am just going to sort of continue on that path. Okay, so let's just jump right into it. So the first question that I have here is how much money do you need to be happy? I think that is a really good question. I know um, that some people are like really, really ambitious when it comes to money. They want to, you know, be millionaires and make tons of money. But I've always said for me, I don't think I've ever really had any sort of dream or desire to be st- incredibly wealthy um i don't know i i almost feel sort of turned off from you know this notion of being obviously lavish and just obnoxiously showing your wealth um and i think that has more to do with my like the kind of person i ha- i am and the kind of values that i have so I think all that's to say that I don't feel like I need an incredible sum of money to be happy. Um, I don't really know that I can actually put a value. <laughs> I can say it categorically, for sure, definitely, certainty, certainly, um, I need X amount of dollars for me to be happy. Because <laughs> here's the thing. Um happiness i know it's like a cliche like people say money can't buy happiness which i don't think is entirely true i think money can buy happiness to like a certain extent like when you don't have to worry about where your next meal is gonna come from from where your next meal is gonna come um you don't have to worry about rent like your major bills are covered if you have any unexpected health issues or life issues or personal issues you can attend to them without going broke i think in that case money can make you happy um so it's not entirely true that money cannot make you happy it can to a certain extent but i think it gets like a point of diminishing returns um when it comes to amassing a certain amount of money so i feel like they're like I'm I'm thinking of this in like kind of like a chart, like a graph, you know, as your income goes up, um, you're able to meet, you know, certain needs. And then it gets to a point like where all your needs are met. And so the more your income goes up, your happiness doesn't really go up um at the same pace or at the same rate. It either stagnates or you know increases kind of slowly relative to the increase in income so what i'm trying to say is i feel like 
Um, I cannot put a dollar value on how much money would make me happy. Um, well, first of all, because happiness is um, it's determined by a few other things beyond money. I think money is not the only thing that can make you happy. I think personally for me, I'm I'm making this overly complicated, but I think personally for me, as long as my needs are met, like I can afford the things that I want, and I'm not like a lavish person. I don't like to um be ostentatious or be obnoxious with um I don't like to own a lot of stuff. I think I have this sort of like quiet luxury that I want to exude. And so I don't feel like I would need to have a lot of money just so I can buy stuff so that I can um signal out to other people that I have money. I don't I'm not that kind of person. I don't feel like I need that. So I think the amount of money that would make me happy would be a comfortable amount where I'm able to meet all my needs, live the kind of life that I can live, uh, you know, live, uh, you know, the lifestyle that I want to live and um, be able to meet the needs of like my parents too and be able to, you know, donate to charities and give to other people in need and still live comfortably, right? So... I don't know what that amount is, to be honest. I have no clue what it is. But like I said, I feel like even like right now, I'm at a point in my life where I feel like uh, I'd be happy to earn a little bit more money um, because then I could even finance um, a specific lifestyle that I'm not able to afford currently. But that doesn't mean I'm not happy. I'm quite content and happy with my life. And that is because... Um, I'm, I'm, I'm learning to live within my means. I'm learning to afford, buy what I can afford and save up for what I can't afford in the moment. I'm learning that, you know, yes, it's good to have money, but it's not the be all and end all, you know, like as long as like my immediate needs are met, I can put food on the table. I have a roof over my head. My bills are paid. I don't have any debt. I think that's like, that makes me happy. Um, So I don't know. I don't have, it's really hard to quantify how much. I know if you ask some people this question, they're like a million dollars. That would make me happy. But honestly, if somebody gave me a million dollars, I have no idea what I would do with it. Plain and simple. And I think that's even more dangerous than um, having a million dollars because it just opens me up to just spending the money foolishly. That's worse. (laughs) So yeah, so that was a very long answer to that question. I don't even feel like I did it justice. But point is, I don't know how much would make me happy. I'm quite happy right now. But if I were to earn a little more money, I'd that'd be good too. You know, that doesn't mean I want to stagnate and not grow my finances and not build my wealth. But it's hard to say. It's really hard to say. But that's a good question. <laughs> the next question I wanted to talk about here is is saying what motivates you to save and that's that's a good question i feel like so i I think we're gonna take a little walk down memory lane um so for as long as i can remember as a child growing up it's been instilled in us to always save for a rainy day so we would get like 
little daily allowances or whatever and our mom grandmom would always encourage us so when i say us i mean my brother and i would always encourage us to put aside a little bit of that money um to save you know don't spend it all and i feel like i have certainly carried that mentality and mindset with me i feel incredibly uncomfortable if i don't have a little bit of money in savings cuz <clears throat> if you think about it you're so exposed you know if you you know spend all your money at once and you you're putting nothing aside for the future it really exposes you to incurring debt later on if you have an expense that suddenly came up and you had no way to cover it so for instance um at the end of september i had an issue unexpectedly come up with my vehicle. Um I pay for like an extended warranty on the vehicle but like with extended warranty it doesn't cover everything, right? Um so you know I took the vehicle into the dealership to diagnose the issues. It came to almost $3,000 worth. Was it $3,000? Yeah, almost $3,000 worth of parts and labors and you know the cost is almost 3 grand. Insurance covered like a good portion of it, but I still had to pay like $800 um you know to cover the balance. And I could pay that because I had money saved aside for things like this, you know. Um so I think my biggest motive my biggest motivations to save are well one it's a mindset thing at this point i've been it's been drummed into me to not spend all my money in one place and to put money aside for the future and also because i have i'm like incredibly terrified of like being in the lurch cuz i'm on my own i mean i i have parents and family and like a social net to whom i can run if I'm really in trouble and I needed money but I don't want to ever have to do that because these people have their own life, their own bills, their own expenses that they're dealing with. So I'm incredibly terrified of having to be reliant on somebody else to help me, you know, fix something. I I'm 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 an independent person and I like my independence and so a big motivation for me when it comes to saving is <clears throat> is knowing that, you know, if something were to happen, I can take care of myself for, you know, a certain amount of time. So, you know, I don't know, God forbid I lost my job or something. I have some money to keep me afloat until I found a new job. So, yeah, I am good at putting money aside, but sometimes I have a bad habit of going and spending that money. Sometimes um it's something I'm really working on to just make sure that I'm not touching my savings and one of the goals that I have for this year and next year is to build like a robust rainy day fund um that's going to just like help me weather future storms, you know, if they ever did come up. So, I feel like I'm good at saving, but I feel like I could also be way better, way better at it. And it's important to save. I just I know that there are some people that are like kind of spend all your money in one place spend it all type folks and I don't understand that I don't want to be judgy I don't want to be mean but I don't get it I I could never could never be me <laughs> um but yeah so what I'm trying to say is yeah I'm good at saving but I'm not perfect at it and I still need to continue to cultivate that habit of just putting stuff aside 
and not spending my money on like unnecessaries and you know what's been great budgeting has been really really helpful in just kind of staying in line with specific amounts for specific categories for the month and not going over them because I think I just used to freestyle it (laughs) um and just you know like yeah I'm gonna get paid so I'll I'll save next month. And I don't do that. I don't do that anymore. That's just incredibly risky. And I just don't. So um, having a budget has really helped me stay in line with um, my spending and my savings goals and all of that. So yeah. So this question. So there's another question on here. It says, what might change if you could know what others, a friend, a date, boss, stranger, ETC, earn? I think I'd rather not know what other people earn, to be honest, because I, we live in a world where we compare ourselves to one another enough already, you know, is this person driving a nicer vehicle than I am, do they live in a nicer apartment than I do, do they live in a nicer neighborhood than I do, do they have nicer stuff than I do, and it doesn't help anything, it doesn't I mean, I think it just, it's just toxic. It's just a toxic process, but I feel like it's just a, within human nature to do so. You know, sometimes I wonder, like, what, like, my colleagues at work earn. I wonder if, um, if I'm getting compensated fairly, you know, for the work that I do. I do feel like I, I am. Um, but sometimes it's like, hmm, I wonder what other people earn. And the thing is, everything is kind of contextual. I have no idea why people earn what they earn. I mean, sometimes, I'll be honest, I don't feel like, <laughs> it's probably going to be controversial, but I feel like some people don't do enough to earn what they actually earn and other people work their asses off and don't earn enough and that's just unfair to me but I don't think I'd want to know what what other people earn because they're on their journey and they're doing their own thing and I'm on mine and it's not going to make any sense for me to compare myself because like what would be the point of wanting to know what someone else earns if not to compare myself with them right um yeah so but if i did find out what somebody earned what could change in terms of like a partner or like a date or a boyfriend i don't think i'd want to know exactly like i think it depends like maybe at like what stage of the relationship i'm at with this person Early on, I don't think I really care to know what a person earns um, as long as they're working and they have a means of taking care of themselves and they're not bumming <laughs> and depending on someone else um, to fund their lives. But um, yeah, if we were like further advanced in the relationship and we're you know, thinking long term, I'd really want to know what they earn because at some point we'd be merging finances it's not just a matter of how much they earn but it's also a matter of matter of how much debt they've accumulated so like finance questions in like a relationship are really crucial and are definitely something that 
want to have early on especially if you know this is someone that you want to spend the rest of your life with so i think if i found out that a potential partner was not earning enough to fund their life i think that would be concerning like if there were they were like you know earning x amount but like their lifestyle is x times two well then <laughs> and the expenses that like their income like their expenses were significantly greater than their income and that's a deal breaker for me i think it just shows to me that you have zero common sense it doesn't even have to be financial common sense it's just you just don't have you're just stupid i'm gonna say it as it is because there's absolutely no reason to live beyond your means you know and by beyond your means i mean you know do you need to live in that nice apartment downtown do you need to drive that 2022 make and model vehicle when your income cannot support it right and if they have like student loan debt or something i need to see that they're actively working on reducing that debt too because what i'm not going to do in marriage is um take on someone else's debt you know <laughs> but anyway yeah that was an interesting question i don't think i answered it very well I, I did my best to answer it but i don't think i'd ever want to really know what somebody earns like it doesn't really when it when it comes down to it it doesn't really affect me like right away so in an immediate tangible way I'm on my own lane and on my I'm in my own lane I'm on my own financial journey and I should make decisions based off of that but anyway okay I'm gonna end the episode here I've been talking for like 25 minutes um but yeah I hope you all enjoyed this money talk money chat episode um I really like um just kind of sitting down and thinking through these questions and i hope i'm able to do more of these in the future i think actually i think i might just make this a series um on the podcast um if you have actually any ideas of podcast topics that i can talk about feel free to send me a chat on instagram you can either instagram me on my personal instagram or or on the um instagram page for the podcast both um handles will be left in the show notes you can also follow me on YouTube if you wanted to put a face to the voice. I upload weekly, but I'm just taking the month of October off. And I'll be back on my regularly scheduled programming um, in November. But that is everything that I have to share for now. Thank you all so much for um, listening and being here. I appreciate you. And I will talk to you all next time in another episode. Bye-bye. <laughs>